is Angela Yee, and I'm telling you right now that the Alive Podcast Network app is the best directory of podcasts created for us by us. From relationships to making money moves, there's a show that'll captivate every listener. And for my fellow Black creatives, this is a call to action to take your brand and monetization to the next level. It's for the culture. Join the movement and sign up today. Sign up today to get a six-month subscription for $20. Visit AlivePodcastNetwork.com. Coming soon to iOS and Android. Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the 12 Sweet, everybody. I'm Therita Bum. Yep. You can follow us on social media at Swirl Sweet. Everybody's in the house today. Set. What's up? Hello, hello, hello. What's going on, peoples? You guys want to introduce yourself before we start yapping? Who doesn't know who we are? I, right. People might not. Who we are. Oh my God. Hi, we're not going to get on Serena's nerves tonight. I'm right. Glad. I'm like, read the Nothing but trouble. Nothing but trouble. It's <laughs> in the details. Is this in the show notes? We did take a two week break, so I don't know. We, we might, might have some new listeners. Listen. You're right. Glenn has been on the war, social media, um, Facebook, I Rewind, being on the war, Instagram, being on the war, love all things wine. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Swirl Suite. None of us have a glass in our hand tonight. What's going on? This is the sober episode. Oh, yeah, that's right. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) Even though we're not supposed to drink today. We're not included, but we're going to talk about it. It just so happens that none of us have wine today. We're being compliant. Yeah. Leslie, Uh, what's up? Oh, this is Leslie. Um... Vino 301 Wine Concierge, all things Maryland wine, Vino 301 on um, most of the social networks, and nothing much, nothing much. I am, um, I am putting my house on the market, so I feel like oh. a beat-down slave, because what <laughs> to get your house ready is ridiculous. It is. Oh, my God. I remember that twice. Wait, you're selling your house and doing what? I have questions. Exactly. Okay, so... um, Want to win a room? No no judgment. No judgment. I I do not have a place to go. I feel like, what's his name, Richard Gere? I got no place to go. You can win a room, Dino 301. I got you. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Do we need to put out an open call? I mean, we are, you know, recording live. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. So, exactly. Looking for sponsors, any and all sponsors for housing. She makes a mean gumbo. Right. <laughs> how to set a elegant dinner setting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I'm going to assume that you have an impeccable driving record. Because yes, yes, you know, exactly. There we go. Yeah, wow. these, these are all assets. Yes, all exciting. Thank you, thank you for marketing me. <laughs> and that other voice is Girl Meets Glass, Tanisha Townsend. She didn't introduce herself. There you go. It's me, Glennis. How is uh, how are homecoming? 
Whoo, child. <laughs> Recovery is not the same. Didn't we just say this is sober um, episode? <laughs> but so, okay, since we- No, maybe that's why it's a sober episode, because exactly. after have home, <laughs> right. to drink a couple gallons of water. Detox, detox, and detox. It was yeah. off the as usual. Had a ball, party. Like it's no, that's too cliche, so I won't say that. Just party. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't gonna say it. See, why you say it? Um, party a lot, got to see some old folks that I hadn't seen in a while, actually stayed in the city, uh, went to Maxwell's um one night. Um after hanging out at the Marriott and drinking, we went to Maxwell's drank some more wine. Okay, how was that for sober, for being sober? And <laughs> Oh, we had started the movement then. It's okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. right. That's right. You came right. to the movement late. Okay. My bad. Yep. That's it. It's okay. What you said. I got you. Oh, my God. You remember that episode of Boondocks where Grandpa, like, came late to the movement with his sign and marches <laughs> over? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Because my conversations always go back to fried chicken. So <laughs> you know it's coming back. You know the boondocks is coming back. Yeah. Yes. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Why did it go away? Do we ever get a real explanation of that? I don't know. Do you know? Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I think I think what's his name? Aaron McGruger just got tired of black folks and he was like, I'm putting my pen down and walking away. Hmm. Wow. I mean that's real. Because yeah. we can be annoying. All right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tanisha, you went to a tasting today. Oh, my gosh. Yes. For Greek wine. Yes. Oh, nice. Please share. So it, Please share. It was a whole tourism situation. So it was a presentation about tourism for northern Greece and um, central Macedonia. And... Um, yeah, so they did some presentations about that. They went back and forth between French and English. So I was like, yes, I understand everything. <laughs> I can speak freely. I can ask all the questions I want, taste all the wine I want. I didn't even taste all the wine they had there because it was about maybe seven or eight different producers. I mean, I'm saying seven or eight different producers. Like, that's a lot. But then each one of those producers had like six wines. And so I was like, well, I don't want to die. Um, and it wasn't that long a period of time. So I think I had it from like four different producers, but what was really cool is there was a Retsina producer there. And so I had a few different styles of Retsina, hmm. which I need to read about that again, because I wasn't understanding the whole process of Retsina because it's a process and not like a grape. Yeah. And I left, I left with some wines. Oh, well, that's right. Yeah. yeah, I was talking to this one um, lady that was a producer there, and I think she was just excited to see another woman and then to see that I was, you know, of a darker hue. Mm. Uh, and she was just like, oh, so what do you do? What's going on with you? And she was like, uh, she wasn't a grandma, but she had that grandma feel. Like, come on, baby, come talk to me. Well, what you doing? What's, what's your job about? What, what are you doing in your life? So she poured me all her wines, and they were all um, natural, uh, natural, organic, and she had a pet net, and I was like, this is nice. She was like, girl, let me give you a bottle. I said, oh. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, 
bag? And then she's like, do you have a bag? Girl, let me find you a bag. And I was like, you well, you are somebody special. So <laughs> you need to keep in touch with her. I know. Exactly. I got, I got he was like, I don't have a car, but you can talk to my son. I was like, can I? And then I looked at her son. I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Did she smell like mothballs? <laughs> no, she didn't. <laughs> oh my gosh. that you want to take trust me mm-hmm. yeah after they were showing the pictures of the vineyards and then showing me some of their tourism packages i was like what why have i not been there they were like yeah, yeah you could come to our vineyard and we walk around the vineyard and um we do a tasting and then we take you in the cob and um it's five year old person i was like what five year old glasses like no we do three glasses i was like the five year old oh my gosh okay See you soon. So I'll figure that out. 
clearly that's going to be on the 2020 plan because the 2019 plan is full. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that's done. Can't wait to hear her on the ballot. Yeah. yeah. Serena, what have you been yeah. up to? Yeah. Uh, nothing much. It turned 39. Make it a 40 mil. 30, 39? Yes, it turned Woo! 39. Thank you, the baby. Thank you, the baby. Shut up, Lynn. <laughs> um, I wasn't. I wasn't really in the mood for peopling, uh, so I just spent the day at the spa. I know that's right. And, um, ate some crabs. Good for you. And that was it. That sounds about. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a good day, and yes. it also sounds like a very Sarita day. Sounds yeah. like a very Sarita way to yeah. spend the day. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Um, nice. I used my coupon from DSW and got some new shoes. Well, there you oh, go. Yeah, there it is. Hey, now that is a Sarita day. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. Yep, that's it. That is it. And I can't believe October is over. Pretty. How much. about that? I know. Oh. I'm okay with it. November's the best month anyway. Oh boy. Oh wait, both of y'all birthdays in November. Yeah. All right. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. So we have a short topic today and this keeps popping up in so, my so short. So I, short. <laughs> and I wanted y'all I wanted y'all to hear about this. So there is a whole sober movement and um, we can thank the millenn- Do they have a website? I'm sorry. I'm let a you website. Know. Yes, they have a website. They have hashtags. They have influencers. And these are all people who do not drink. And so, do we know this so we can look it up? Because of course. Yeah. All you got to look up is hash- a hashtag sober movement, but there's a website, the sober movement. The are sober- these people, do they look happy? <laughs> Do they look stressed out? Right. Do they look happy? <laughs> so you got to realize this This is, isn't is really our generation. Um, it's younger. So it's the millennials and younger. You know, they grew up in a world with avocado and kale and wraps and juicing. And so they took a hold of this whole wellness movement and they took it to another level with being sober. So... And this it's is the um, same movement that vapes, right? This is the same people. Right. You no, know, I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, I hope uh, not. Because <laughs> that ain't real healthy so. right about now. You, you're right. Uh-huh. You're right. But um, it's becoming bigger and bigger. And so much so that, like I said, they're influencers. Um, they have sober bars where you go to an actual bar and they make craft cocktails with no liquor. No spirits. And and let me tell you, I have had, um, I have seen them on the menu because they are starting to pop up a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are equally as pricey as a cocktail. Yes. yes. Which I don't understand. That's what I was getting ready to ask, Leslie. What's yeah. the prices of these? Some of them are like $10 up to $16 for one cocktail. Yeah. Right, like you can get the same amount and be happy. Why? <laughs> Absolutely <Yeah>. not. <laughs> Just say no. Hashtag no sober movement. 
And they, um, two of the bars are in New York, of course, because that's where everything kicks off. But right. yeah, the look and the feel, I saw pictures of it in little videos. It's an actual, it looks like a real bar. Everybody has their cocktails. Some of them have flowers and froth and all of the things, but there is absolutely no alcohol in there. Mm. So you, well, you they do have, have, have a lot of chasers. No, I was saying you paying for chaser. Yeah. Pretty much. $16 for uh, no rum and coke. <laughs> Well, you Which is crazy. I'm like $16 for like cranberry juice? Exactly. It, and orange juice mixed together? Yeah. Ocean spray guys outside <laughs> in the cranberry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, throw a little ginger ale in it and some bitters, and then there you go, huh? And, and they do have like ginger, I'm sorry, three this okay, like ginger or um all these exotic herbs and yeah bitters and what have you still no alcohol yes yep and then so the industry is really responding to this because the non-alcoholic section in total wine is growing they have wines they have beers they have ciders all with no alcohol and even heineken they also have that liquor have you heard of seed lip it's the um the quote unquote liquor that's no alcohol. It's like now why do we need that? Why why I don't, now this I don't understand. Why do I need that? No, seriously, look it up. I actually tasted it at, at a conference. Of course. <laughs> that <laughs> almost frustrated. Oh, me. Me. There is no reason for a non-alcoholic liquor. Right. <laughs> yeah, but it's a. I think it's a. I had to look. Yeah, but it's oh. called Seed Lip, and they like see, and it tastes just like uh, a vodka. I was like, but I would just drink. Vodka. The vodka. <laughs> also, vodka doesn't taste like anything. So there's that. So they bottling water as a liquor for the non sober <laughs> movement and getting paid. What's wrong with people? They gangster. It's a gangster. Hey, oh. what can we put together, y'all? We need a squirrel sweet something. Liquor. That ain't It's liquor. the world's first distilled non alcoholic spirit. Oh. Why don't we just get an empty bag and put air in it? And <laughs> sell it. Just sell empty bottles and be like, oh, this is this is Paris air. I'm just I'm be like, this is Paris air in this empty bottle. That that's what you get. Oh my gosh. Very low calorie. Mm. Right. Because you think about it, okay, so like I understand it's a, if, if we take a step back and say, okay, this is the whole wellness movement or what have you, right. most of these cocktails aren't very healthy. Very healthy at all. They're not skinny, right? Right, Because you're adding a whole lot of natural sugar to it, which sugar is sugar regardless. Exactly. And you need to have some type of sweetener or something of that nature. So I don't know how this is as healthy sure just because it doesn't have alcohol yeah no you're right you make a good point. okay so behind this whole movement is it a matter of health is it a matter of people who think that drinking is bad people were they all the problem with drinking yeah um, it depends i think it's different for everybody everybody has their different reasons for not drinking but to me my question is is this a trend Right. Is this a social media thing 
that is gaining you likes and gaining you money, you know, for you to jump on this bandwagon and actually make, make some dollars out of it. Wow. But I don't know. It's it's different for everybody. You need some dollars to pay for them non-alcoholic cocktails. <laughs> like I read this article about this mom. Now this mom is a 30-something mom and she had a blog and she was tired of, I think she was a stay-at-home mom. So of course her culture was go to the park, take your kids, bring your champagne. It was just like be a mom and drink. That's pretty much all she did. And she was like, well, you know what? What if I gave this up? What if I tried something different? And once she gave up alcohol, she said she felt better. Her kids said she was more mellow and all these positive, positive, positive things. So she gave it up because it made her feel better. And I think she might not be the only one that feels that way. It sounded like she was drinking too much. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, cut back on the alcohol. Right. Right. And and what about this? Get you some adult friends. How about that? Mm. And find have a day out away from the children so you don't have to drink 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 all the time to be able to tolerate them how about that yeah you all make great points yeah but then on the flip side i mean you know let me go back and not be full devil's advocate but i mean i guess there are some people out there in the world who really don't need to drink or Mm -hmm. who could have a problem or maybe feel like Oh gosh, what's the word in their um, bloodline or uh, in their family heritage or whatever? There's an issue of alcoholism or something like that, so they don't even want to start, right? Because I guess there exist people who can't control it, right? They right, haven't said all that to get to that part. Who can't just have a drink, two drinks? It's like I'm either not drinking or I'm drinking twenty, right? So I guess 20 juice juice cups is um, a nice way to still enjoy themselves when they're out um, without having alcohol. But I also think so is a Coca-Cola. Like, I don't understand why it has to be like a whole, like, why are we mixing up things? I, yeah, they I only- want to look pretty too. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, they also have, oh. This other term was created called sober curious. Are you not sure? Are you, do you want to cut back on alcohol or, you know, cut back all of it and not sure about it? You know, what are the steps to doing that? That's a whole, that's a hashtag too. This lady wrote a whole book about it. She wrote a book. She had enough content to write a book. We need her. You could have enough content to do literally Mm -hmm. anything right now. Yep. And she coined the phrase uh, "sober curious," and um, what was about to say? What is there to be curious about? Like, you know how you feel when you don't drink. Like, what are you curious about? Whether you should do it or not, because you know, if somebody doesn't drink, I know other. I don't do it, but I know other people who ostracize folks who don't drink. Like, what? What? I don't. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Ostracize? Like, we we're not going to be friends. But like, I don't ostracize. Like, you're probably fine as a human. Well, that's why they have their own networks where they can, you know, socialize with each other and, you know, not feel like the odd man out. Wow. I mean, I've gone out before and not had a drink, maybe because I'm on an antibiotic or what have you. Sure. But I don't feel, I don't feel, it sounds like, you know, some people 
aren't sure or feel pressured that they have to drink. So this is the alternative. Mm-hmm. I completely get what Tanisha is saying about those people who may have had alcoholism or they don't want to partake or what have you. But I don't really think that there are people who are sitting in the dark shadows like drink, drink, drink. You know what I mean? This to me sounds like that participation metal BS. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Everybody on the team gets one. Good job, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so then, oh, no, go ahead, Glennis. So, I'm still trying to understand. So, can we get this sober moving person on the uh, Swirl Suite? We need well, to have. There's, there, there's several of them, sure. We can get. Yeah. We need to have. I wanted us to get this out <laughs> first because I knew it was going. <laughs> I knew this was going to go down like this. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure that I shouldn't be on that episode because I don't think, I think I would laugh the whole time. Like, I think it might be shenanigans if I'm on that episode. Well, I think a lynch will have that and I'll just watch respectful. it. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. good for ratings. Yeah. But also, do you think the person who started this what, used to be a member of AA Anon- um, Alcohol Anonymous? I don't know. Well, still is a member, you know, because you AA for life. Oh, I thought you graduate once you finally kicked the habit. No, you're always. No, don't an they alcoholic. say they're always an alcoholic? Yeah. Like they're just, mm-hmm. you know. No, but do they always have to go to the AA meetings talk about how oh. name is? No, no I mean, no, not, not always. Great. Just yeah. if they have a problem, if they're having um, like a rough time, they're like, "All right, I gotta go to a meeting. It's been all. It's been a hard day." Uh, okay, okay. Thank you for clarification. Yeah. So then, there's this other issue. What if someone? works in this industry that we're in and does have a problem and you're around it all the time and it's mm. an issue mm. there, so, there are actually a lot of people yes. in, yes. The, uh, right. in our industry whether it's wine or in spirits that have yeah. a problem yes and there have been a I lot agree. of articles written and a lot of podcasts and a lot of you know put people out there because they do have a problem right um so some of them have decided to stop drinking okay that's fine because that goes along with what i said earlier about okay there was a problem now they have figured out this is what they need to do to uh solve it or slow it down or whatever the case may be that's fine um and you can still be in that industry and not drink you yeah can still know flavor profiles you can still mix some things i mean they probably may taste from time to time I mean, I, I don't mix up some new stuff and be like, here, here, taste this. No, what right. do you think? You just mix it up. But mm-hmm. I mean, you- I think the key too would be for people who are in this industry not to have an, an addictive personality. Mm-hmm. Because if you have a, an, an addictive personality, regardless of what the vice is, you're going to succumb to it. Yeah. So you have to have some self control. So, like homecoming happened all weekend. And got to the last party on Sunday, and I was like, I don't want nothing to drink. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, no, I'm okay. Until, yeah. you know, it was just too early, and I was like, it's a brunch. Now nah, I'm good. So, yeah. Well, let me say this. Um, b- having attended cocktail conferences and been around brand ambassadors, using Howard Homecoming as an example, in some of their lives, like Howard Homecoming is like every day. Or like every Thursday to Sunday. Yeah. Thursday really? To Monday. Yes. 
How old a day? There's no way I would be six feet under. Yeah. So it's the cover. Like after having gone to a cocktail conference one, first time I went to Tails, I was like, I don't know how y'all do this. Like I literally am about to lose it. It was the first day. I was like, okay, so wow. Like how about this drunk? It's new. Like this is ridiculous. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so understanding that while you may not even have an addictive personality, one other people around you in certain situations, you may feel not pressure, but you don't know what else to do. You're like, all right, I'm here. The drinks are here. All right, I'll have 17. So let's just, you know, do that. Um, no, how about her drinks of water? I, yeah, some people say that, but you around it. You know what it tastes like. You know it's good. The good times are happening. You're with your friends or whatever. And so you just keep drinking. Well, and at a point, you're like, okay, I can't continue to do this because I will die because I feel my body shutting down. Mm. So I, mean, I can see there being a sober movement. Some people don't know how to balance it. Oh, you're right. That's what I was trying to get at. All right. Yeah. Sorry, I had to say a whole lot to get to the balance. But some people don't know how to balance it. So it's mm. in a matter of extremes. Either they're drinking all the time, going hard, or like, all right, let me go ahead and do the sober movement. Yeah. Like wow. how a lot of people do uh, dry January or dry January. Yeah. 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 After yeah, the holidays, they're like, all right, I've drank all this stuff right. over the holidays. So now January, I'm not drinking. <clears throat> Yeah, so that's where, I, um, that. speaking of balance, there's this website called A Balance Glass. And so this website specifically- What did you do with all the information <laughs> and the resources, girl? So A Balance Glass is pretty much a website. It's a forum um, created by two women in the wine industry just to keep professionals like well. Like if you need tips, if you think you're creating, you're developing a problem with alcohol, all right, how do I help? And you know, so I, it's a pretty cool website. And this girl told a story. One of the creators told a story on a podcast. And she said she used to work with this company that was with Robert Mondavi. And she said when she was hired, when everybody hired gets a breathalyzer. Wow. So it's up to you to keep your ass in check about how much you drink. And if you still make bad decisions when you know how much you drink, and that's all on you. So... They make them. I think there's some. Oh, I mean, didn't know, huh? Once they get hired, or is it like random piss tests? No, no, no. Once you get hired, you have a breathalyzer, and oh, they you, give you one. They okay. give you one for you, so okay, you wow. carry it around with you. So when you're doing sales and you're tasting, if okay. you decide not to dump or whatever, and you're drinking on the job, and you know, it's up to you. Make a decision. Am I gonna leave my car here? Am I driving home? Like, so that's. That's very smart because it right. takes the liability off of For them. the corporation yeah. and puts it on the individual. Yeah. I, but there I, is a responsibility. There is a responsibility to be in this industry. It yep. is. Like you, everybody knows, especially you've been in this industry for a while, you know what your point is, what have you. Right. And, and to make those decisions about, okay, am I going to, drive home am I going to uber home what am I going you know what am I going to do I'm going to cut off here I'm going to I'm not spitting I'm going to drink this glass 
Right. Those are the the adulting decisions you make when you decide to be in this industry. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But I do think it is slightly easier for us to keep it together than it is for people that work in spirits. I think the culture is different. I think the way we drink wine is different. Like you just naturally drink wine slower than you drink liquor. Um, I think the good times and the fun and the party and all that isn't necessarily as 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 associated with wine as it is with liquor. Um, like you're not shooting wine. Uh, I actually have a hard time doing that. Like it's, oh, hey girl, we about to leave. All right, let me just take this last gulp. Ew. Right. That's exactly. awful. That's <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> awful. That's very true. Yeah. But my last sip of, you know, cognac. All right. Yeah. We about to take this to the head and then, you know, get them up out of there. So I think with them, it's a little harder. And then they also drink a little more on the job too i don't know i don't know i just wanted to say that <laughs> i didn't have like a, i didn't have like a conclusion <laughs> i'm just thinking like from industry to industry like i think it would be harder for them to be like, all right let me get them a breathalyzer and they walk around with that as opposed to the wine salesperson having um a breathalyzer and walk around with that i know me i probably forget to carry that breathalyzer every time i went to so like what, what did your breathalyzer say i don't know that's at home mm-hmm. Then the liabilities back on you and off the corporation. So let me ask y'all, like, what do you do to uh, keep balance? Like, um, like at a conference, like, um, you know, the wine bloggers conference where we're drinking for three, four days straight and going mm-hmm. to tastings and having all these dinners. Like, how do y'all balance it all? Spit and drink a lot of water. Yeah. And eat food that absorbs liquor. Because my first wine bloggers conference, I didn't eat heavy food. And I'm like, whoa, mm-hmm. we starting at 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Oh, slow down, pony. Yeah. Get it together. <laughs> I went right to the bar and got a burger and fries. Then yeah. it, it sustained me. I, it, I can't eat salads only. Yeah. And the thing is, people assume that we eat good all the time at these wine events. No. Um, no, that's a lie. Sometimes they got fruit and cheese on that table. Exactly. And fruit and cheese will make you catch an L. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's just, Unless it's the delicious French cheeses. Oh, God. But you can't eat enough cheese. Not, I don't know. I'm not going to say that. French cheese is good, but how much French cheese are you going to eat? Girl, you literally have to eat like a wheel of brie. Exactly. <laughs> my point. And a baguette. You need protein. You need a lot of other. I need meat protein yeah. to sustain you. So and dancing, and everything is not meant to be drunk. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you, you like you taste it. Oh, I have a sip of this, and then you dump. Right. But you're not gonna you're not gonna drink a full glass or even a two every- ounce pour of yeah. everything. Right. Yeah. yeah. And you gotta know when to say when, because I know it- I've left um really nice wine events because they had no food. Like, all right, let me just taste what I want to taste. Yeah. And I'm gonna go get get something to eat because I can't yeah. here yeah. longer. Right, because you're like I don't want to die. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> if we're not at <clears throat> if we're not at a conference or you know or industry event, the easiest way for me to keep drinking and not be bothered is to keep to dance and let my body metabolize the mm-hmm. alcohol. Right. 
Uh, if I'm dancing, I could I could drink more, but I could, that sitting still and drinking. Yeah, another. Yeah. You get up and move, sweat some of that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, what's uh, what's your recovery process when you've been like after Howard Homecoming, Glennis? You just said you stop, you drinking water. Is there certain things you, that you eat? No, well, see, I like I said, I eat all through the process. Um, like before the so at su- Sunday, mm-hmm. I stopped at Starbucks. I got a turkey bacon, egg white turkey bacon sandwich, and two of those little egg bites. I needed to get that protein in my system to soak up the night before. Um, and when I got to the next event, I was like, okay, I don't want none of that. I don't want it. So it, and it was a brunch. So it started at 11. I didn't start. I didn't have my first glass of Prosecco till about two because it was just too much. So, you know, you got to give yourself some time in between. And again, it's how it's homecoming. So every party I was gigging. So, yeah. And also it was Prosecco, so you didn't have to drink that right away. You could let that sit. Oh, you're sipping. Yeah. 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 You're sipping. Tanisha, Leslie, what about you? You have like a recovery process? I got to sleep. Like I got to sleep it off. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Water. Water, water, water. Oh, yeah. You definitely got to drink a lot of water. That's a given. But the sleep piece, I just, if, if I don't do the other things, I could go to bed drunk and wake up drunk. My body. Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah, that was that has funny. absolutely happened before. And it, it is, is a horrible feeling. On Glennis's birthday. No. <laughs> no. Oh, we had a ball. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm so sorry. So bad. And look, her and her and Leslie all up talking and cheering and shit. I'm like, how are y'all not still drunk? Oh, I I remember that. We had to dance off in the we danced the whole hallway, right? Dance, oh, dance. I'm telling you, that's the key. I, was, I mean, I think we we I think we finished almost every bottle in that place. I, <laughs> we had a lot of bottles, and we le- no, we even left some. Remember, we, we had. Two we leave some? Oh, okay. We left maybe six because mm, there okay. was that little six pack thing I left for mm-hmm. some for the next time. Yep. Mm. But we did drink a whole lot. Yeah. Right, right day. We might need to hashtag y'all lives. Hashtag sober movement necessary. <laughs> but no, when I got back from New Orleans, all I wanted was, um, so Mom's Organic Market has this um, spot in the back called the Naked Lunch. And just think of Chipotle, but no meat. Okay. So, um, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So they have all these grain bowls back there. So oh, yeah. I just, yeah, I just get a big old grain bowl and it has like, um, it has like kale and brown rice and all this good stuff. In it. And, like um, yeah. And they have, they also have kombucha on tap. So kombucha oh. in a grain bowl and I'm, I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, That's my recovery. Yeah. I don't want to get out of bed to go get any of those things. So <laughs> order and deliver. <laughs> I'm queuing up the Netflix. <laughs> Got a tub of water. Drink oh. it. Oh. That is freaking hilarious. Yeah. Have um, you all ever tried any of those like uh hangover med and now I'm taking it in a slightly different direction, but just oh no, go ahead. Like, any of the um 
pre-drink things like the juice of a pill or a drink that you take before you go out drinking so that you won't feel a certain way um after you drink nope no. I have not. Nah. that silence was deafening okay no. oh, what now have you taken one yeah because i had some samples sent to me before it didn't this work. A while ago. yeah did it work um i didn't notice a difference <laughs> like, I mean, okay. I didn't have a hangover, but I don't always have a hangover when I okay. drink. Gotcha. Now, when I have had a hangover the next day, then uh, I had these pills that are similar to like, I'm saying pills. They're like Alka-Seltzers, and I put that in also water. Now, that was a game changer. Okay. I felt bright and peppy and, you know, I could rule the world in uh, like a few hours. And caffeine. Mm. Yep, it was caffeine and then there's something else. And see the benefit. I know exactly. Yeah, it was a game changer. Or or some inside, some other inside. Hey, that's interesting. Yeah, I was like, I can do things now because otherwise, I have to lay down. Huh. Yep. We we should try one as a um a swirl sweet experiment. Hashtag. Okay. Oh, I ain't mess with y'all. <laughs> No, we should. It, it would be like how we did that drunk episode before. It could be our holiday episode where we just, okay. you know, drink a bunch and then we're like, all right, let's take this alpha seltzer for drunks. And then, and um, then see, yeah. yeah, and then like report on what how we feel the, the next day. Yeah. yeah. And Beach. also we can breath we'll get a breathalyzer and just breathalyze ourselves throughout the uh, show. Like, all right, it's been 30 minutes. We had three shots. What are we doing? Oh my God. <laughs> what is our breath about? Um, can I get a advanced tablet so I can look up all the ingredients first before we get to taste and stuff? Uh Oh, Oh, sure. Sure. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Run it through my little spreadsheets to see what we dealing with. Yeah. Yeah, so you can tell us, yeah. Right. Right, tell me after I take it. I don't want to know. No, I want to tell you before you take it so you can make a responsible decision on whether to take it. Well, I mean, if it makes me feel better, like that's literally the only responsible decision. No. But next question, Serena. <laughs> Once you have a hangover, you'd be like, I'll take anything. What? I don't care what it has in it. I'm sorry, you ground this up and go, cool. Well, is it going to make me feel better? I'm in. Oh, Jesus. That's all I got. A sober <laughs> movement. <laughs> Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. Final thoughts. Um, I think that's interesting. If you need to do that for your life and you feel that is something that will work for you, then congratulations. I'm glad you have found your people and your movement is something that you can get behind and feel like you're um a part of. Uh, but I also think that um you should be able to better balance things in your life if you do want to drink so there's that and if you're a bartender at one of these sober bars we're going to need to talk to you yeah that would be great holla at us yes please i wonder if your tips are as equal (laughs) to you know what i'm saying exactly because when people tend to to be a little freer with their money when they are um a little bit more tipsy yeah exactly And also, how much are you drinking if you are at the sober bar? Like, are you drinking for sober cocktails? I mean, are, are you drinking for juice cocktails? Right. Good question. Yes. It's a very good question. Good Is there question. happy hour on those? Right. 
then the two dollars instead of four dollars. I guess I got a request to do a uh uh mocktail sober thing for a client mm -hmm. to mix it up like it's the bar. Huh. Wait, That's say say what now? Say, yeah. They wanted you to do what? They wanted me like as if we were serving cocktails, but they wanted them all um alcohol free. Oh. Did you no. say yes? Oh yeah, yeah, I did. Okay. And so what did you make? Oh, I presented the proposal, but they decided not to do it. Oh, but I presented a proposal to do like three different mocktails. Okay. So I'm on the website for this called Listen Bar. Listen. It, yeah, so it's in New York City and it has the word listen and bar has a slash through it. Oh. Um, and the picture is this girl holding like a big coconut um, and with two straws in it. And I mean, they're holding actual cocktails with mint and lemon and yeah, so it's a regular bar. Um, they have a karaoke party. They're having a Halloween party. Oh, Lord, they having a whole mixologist class. How about that? A booze-free bar NYC. I fun women. Mm. Interesting. Huh. Well, now we know. Wow. I mean, again... Yeah, this is all well and good, and we're not here to shame anyone who has decided not to drink, and if that's their life and that's what they want to do. Like, I don't want anybody listening to be like, "You all were shaming them, and if you want right. to make decisions. boycotts, world sweet, <laughs> right?" Like, <laughs> that's not what we're doing here. But it just—it's um, an interesting concept. Yeah, yeah that it. I mean, I can understand always having that option because, yeah, for whatever reason, I mean, you know, somebody got to drive us exactly. drunk people home. So somebody can't drink. And, you know, they need a juice cocktail. But to make it into a movement, I mean, all right. Yeah. Enjoy. To own, enjoy. I'm good, love. Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. <laughs> and. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. We'll be back next week. Cheers. Thanks for joining the Swell Suite, everybody. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Swirl Suite. You can follow all of us individually. Find me up, Vino Noir, Girl Meets Glass, Vino 301. Have a great Wednesday. Cheers.